I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made another baby. We are back with season two of the Bristos Made a Baby podcast. We've got another little bun in the oven, and we are so excited to share this journey with you guys. We have a little girl named Hayden. She is one going on two, and soon we're gonna be learning how to parent two little babies instead of one. But first, we got to get through this pregnancy. Make sure to tune in each week as we go on this journey and we'll talk about life and pregnancy up until this sweet little baby pops out. (laughs) We are so excited to share it all with you guys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So uh, let's just get right into it. Okay, and welcome back to the BMB podcast, episode two, season two, baby two. (laughs) <laughs> growing family we're very excited today we're going to recap weeks 9 through 12 or the second half of the first trimester yep i feel like in the last episode you hinted not hinted because we don't know but you said something about it being a boy oh yeah we're very excited to announce it's a boy we don't know that matt thinks it's a boy yes i do and i thought hayden was a girl and you thought hayden was a boy and this so. time i think <laughs> Baby number two is a boy. And what do you think baby number two is? I've been thinking girl all along because everything's been so similar. But there was something that we'll discuss in this episode where I was like, ooh. Oh, wow. Maybe it is a boy. Okay. Well, I'd be happy with a boy or a girl. I love Hayden. Be cool for her to have a sister. Be cool to have have a brother. Same. Agreed. So, yeah. Let's get into some baby changes so the baby in week nine grew to a cherry and if you heard in week eight it was a raspberry so a little bit bigger raspberry how do you sell it how do you say it raspberry i don't say the p i just say raspberry well, there's a p i know but i'm pretty sure raspberry. it's a, a silent p gotcha <laughs> well anyway raspberry to a cherry in week nine and then saying the p. between week nine to week 12 it grew from a cherry to a plum which is just astronomical growth that is and a plum's pretty big we never uh we never got to this point with the last little babe oh yeah angel baby that's true no plums are very big and (laughs) the baby officially became a fetus yes very exciting graduation to a fetus yeah and like you said yeah the baby we lost never hit this stage unfortunately but so it's a very big milestone baby's growing like crazy as you can tell from a cherry to a plum in terms of size the heart divided up into four chambers yep so big development there the brain has right and left hemispheres it's crazy big development already and just the size of a plum so the brain's probably just a poppy seed at this point (laughs) which is pretty crazy (sighs) the fingers well not a poppy seed our baby has massive brains so the yeah the brain's probably the size of a lemon. <laughs> oh, okay. Is a lemon smaller than a... No, a lemon's bigger. Okay. Well, it's huge. Plums are actually kind of s- tiny. Gotcha. Massive brain. Massive uh, brain. The fingers and toes have separated. There are no longer duck toes. Yeah. And the baby is breathing, swallowing, and hiccuping, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, by the end of that trimester. Okay. And then the fingerprints are developing. Just crazy. Yeah, very Teeny, exciting. Teeny, tiny little fingerprints. Yeah, it's probably pretty cute <laughs> speaking of we should do that with hayden do some fingerprinting she'd probably love that probably so okay as far as body changes um everyone always says that things start earlier 
in, you know, subsequent pregnancies, not your first pregnancy. And holy moly, can I attest to that. So I would say the two biggest things that have not caught me off guard, because I guess I, I knew that things start earlier, but just really, really hit that point home <laughs> that things start earlier is the belly popping um, and then also some pelvic floor stuff. So I officially popped like big time. There's a belly. It's doesn't just look like a bloated anything. Like it's a belly at like 11, 12 weeks, somewhere in there. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And with Hayden, I remember still being able to like button jean shorts at like 20 weeks, like bigger jean shorts. Like I sized up obviously, but I still remember being able to button jean shorts and that, oh my God, I couldn't even button jean shorts practically like eight weeks. So that's a massive difference. So yeah, belly popped way faster. Um, and then also, okay, this is not a fun one. So when you're pregnant, um, your pelvic floor, which is like all the muscles that like essentially make up your vagina, I guess they are under a lot of stress. They're holding a lot of extra weight. There's also a ton of extra blood flow happening down there. It's just a lot. Um, so it can get like achy down there, especially when you're on your feet for a while. This started happening to me in, in this section of the first trimester, like somewhere between eight and 12 weeks, this started to happen. If I was like on my feet for, you know, a decent amount of time, um, which is nuts to me because I'm almost positive that did not start happening until either close to my third trimester or like in the third trimester with Hayden. So that was just like, oh, wow, this is already starting. (laughs) Like I'm already dealing with this. Okay. Um, And I have, I'm very aware of the pelvic floor and just different things that you can be doing. If you guys remember uh, in my last pregnancy, I took like weekly like pelvic floor workout strengthening classes, which might sound ridiculous. It's like a normal workout class. You just do a lot of like certain squats and like things that work your hips that also work your, um, simultaneously work the pelvic floor. It was like led by a PT who's fabulous. And I'm actually going to start doing them again. Of course they're virtual now, which is kind of sad, but, um, anyway, so I was like, oh, you know, I'm in good shape. Like my pelvic floor is pretty strong. I don't pee when I sneeze. Like I should be a-okay for a while, but no, um, I guess it's just a lot no matter what. So, all right. So symptoms, did I, uh, did I start feeling any better in this, uh, second half here? I think you were definitely still sick. The Unisom was still helping, but I think you still yeah. had that kind of achy, tired feeling. Every day. I was so sick. Yeah. So sick. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like you were laid up every day, but. No, but feeling like absolute crap. Right, right. I think you powered through a lot, which was great, which I appreciate. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that because I don't feel like I did it all. I feel like. No, you did. I was just one big slacker. It's, I mean, I'm sure it's really hard. I yeah. can't imagine. So anything you can do is great. That's true. Well, thank you for being supportive. Um, yeah, I mean, there there were some days. There were there were a few days where I would lay in bed like pretty much all day. Most days I was not. Um, the mornings were always tough. Like when we first woke up, Matt was always making breakfast because like I couldn't. I was like too weak to stand up and like make breakfast. I would get. I would have to just like sit down on the couch and like entertain Hayden, play with True. her, hang out with her, 
while you would cook. Well, I was like still waking some... up with Hayden and I would, yeah, not, I would like hold off on breakfast and then Hayden would be getting antsy and I'd be like, is she going to come down here? It's like 1 p.m. Like, are we no. eating breakfast yet? Oh, come on. No. More like 8.30 maybe. Yeah. 8.15. Right. Usually. 8.30. Yeah. 8.30 to 9. There might have been a couple 8.45. She would come down. So. Yeah. It's so hard to get out of bed. It's still so hard to get out of bed. The morning is so hard. Um. I'm and I'm also like a morning person like I'm never I've I've never been the kind of person where like once I wake up like I can't just like drift off dreamily back to sleep like once I'm up like I'm up but oh my god it's it's impossible like you have to like pry me out of bed yeah it's pretty bad (laughs) I mean it's it is what it is it's just you you really have trouble getting out of bed (laughs) tell us how you really feel come on (laughs) it's it is what it is sometimes you, you can tell he's like a little like Come on, are you going to get up? Well, are some you days you say you want to get up with me. And then, I know. I'm like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. And then I'm like, all right, we're going down. Let's go. And, it just and then you just give up. Yep. And you leave. Yep. <laughs> and I fall back asleep. Yeah. And two hours later, she comes down. <sighs> Struggle, you guys. I don't know what I would do if you weren't here because I would literally, no joke, I would have to like hire somebody to live with us to help with Hayden because I can barely take care of myself. Yeah. It's crazy. Period. Yeah. We're lucky that we can be home together yeah tag team anyway so um there were definitely some days i had to like lay in bed all day and most of the time it was on mondays and it's not because i don't like mondays but because we like we said would go down to the beach every weekend being pregnant in the summer has been such like a blessing in a lot of ways but then it like bites me in the butt in a lot of other ways it's like a like a catch 22 like big time catch 22 because we would go down to the beach on the weekend and you're like around a bunch of people and you're distracted and like you're forced to get up and like go to the beach or do this or whatever and you just kind of like power through the day and because you're distracted like you feel you feel a lot better um I would always feel like fairly fairly good during the day um and then like at night I would just completely crash because my sickness, I mean, it's, it's really all day sickness. It's not morning sickness, but it's like reverse in that it's always the worst at night. The nausea is the worst. The achiness is the worst. I have like a terrible taste in my mouth. I'm like spitting. I don't know if I mentioned that in the last podcast, but that's like one of the worst things. You have so much saliva from all of the nausea. It's just like a reflex your body has. Um, and so I'm just like constantly getting up to spit in the sink. It's so gross. Oh, I hate that. Um, but anyway, so I would be, you know, up and moving on the weekend and distracted and feeling okay. But then it's almost like I would like overextend. So then on Mondays it would hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I would just be like double feeling doubles as bad. That's not good. Yeah. I knew Mondays was not, not one of your on days, (laughs) but I think it was good on the weekend because like you said, it's distracting and I don't know. I think that was good for you to, uh, not that you felt perfect all day, but it was good to have like normal days, like, you know, busy, busy, busy. Yeah. It's like, it's good and bad because, you know, if you're not doing that, then you're just like baseline sick every day, but then you have days where you feel good, but then you have days that you pay for it. So pros and cons. Um, but overall, I, I kind of liked having my first trimester over the summer just because of that. Um, at least having some fun, some fun times and not just being like, literally just like a potato at home for months it's just so it just gets depressing um but yeah I just yeah those are pretty much the the symptoms were the same another thing is my nose has like just been so dry um like 
this whole pregnancy is just so dry all the time, which is so random. But um, that's another kind of funky symptom. Um, and as far as cravings, I haven't really mentioned that. Uh, they haven't been really that crazy. I've had no food aversions. I didn't have food aversions with Hayden either. Um, just really nauseous and sometimes things like don't sound good, but I don't have like specific things that I can't eat. But, um, yeah, a lot of junk food, a lot of fries, salt and vinegar chips, just any junk food that sounds good at the time. I'm like, Hey, that's what I want. Pepperoni pizza. Which is my favorite part of pregnancy because I mean, I enjoy eating better now before Becca, I didn't probably didn't eat great. I would think like getting salad works was like the healthiest thing ever, like a chicken yeah. salad from there. But, you know, I enjoy my junk food or pizza. I could eat pizza every day. So Loves a good chicken parm sub. Chicken parm sub, absolutely. <laughs> and not that I don't eat this stuff anymore at all, but it's just, you know, when Becca's this way, dinner most nights is takeout. And oh, there's no cooking. Yeah. I'm finally back to cooking and it feels so good. And even sometimes I get I can get sick and I want, not sick, but sick of it. And I want home cooked meals again, which is right. always great. It makes you feel better, but yeah, you feel so much better. Um, but yeah, a lot of junk food, but then I also had like a few very specific healthy cravings. One is fruit. That's not that specific. Um, but that's a common pregnancy craving. Just pineapple. Like, yeah. A lot of pineapple and just like cold, fresh fruit, which summertime is perfect for that. Pineapple from Wawa. Shout out Wawa. If you know what Wawa is. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, was good. From the East Coast, um, mid-Atlantic area. And the other thing, which is a very random, but my God, it's so good. I could eat it right now. Um, still craving it, obviously, is I can't even call it a salad because it's literally just, <laughs> I just take baby spinach, I throw it in a bowl and I make, um, I just make my own Dijon dressing. So I literally just do like avocado or olive oil, whatever we have. Um, Dijon mustard, a little bit of apple cider vinegar, and then I throw in like salt, pepper, garlic powder, and oregano. Oh, I want to eat that right now. And I just put it all over. I like toss it around and it's literally just like essentially dressed spinach. It's, uh, there's nothing else on it. It's not even really technically a salad, but I could eat like bowls of that. It's so, so good, but so simple. Um, so at least that's a good craving. (laughs) Spinach is good. Um, Okay, so why don't you kind of share one of the most exciting things that's happened um, in this part of the first trimester, which was when we saw the baby. Our first ultrasound was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Well, not at first. At first, (laughs) you know, with COVID and everything, we had, you know, just some different uh, procedures that they had. So we couldn't go in right away. You had to, I think, call. Or they were, yeah, called to let them know you were there, but you had to wait. Like, we were literally standing outside. Luckily, it was the summer, so, you know, it's not cold or anything. But, you know, for the ultrasound, you have to drink a lot of water before Becca did. Oh. And let's say our appointment was at 10.15, I think. I don't think we got called into the waiting room until about 10.40. So I think it was even longer than yeah. that. So we were, you know, Becca's just pacing back and forth. And we're also very nervous because, you know, last time we were at an ultrasound, uh, we learned Got that, some terrible news. Yeah, learned terrible news of our miscarriage. So finally they called us in, um, got good vibes from the tech. Yeah, we specifically went to a different, not, we we kind of got some bad vibes from the tech where we got the bad news. Right. She, she wasn't the friendliest, but. She was not. 
I think we were a little late that day as well, which didn't help. But Well, yeah, that doesn't help. That's yeah. our problem, but um, or our fault. But we specifically picked a new, um, what are those called? Ultrasound centers? There's a word for it. <laughs> uh, but you guys know what we're talking about. We picked a different one um, just because we wanted like clean slate. I just could not imagine going back into like that same room and just like the tra- reliving like the trauma. It was just like, yeah, we're not doing that. So, yes, yeah, so I don't think Beck was able to pee until like literally like an hour and 20 minutes, maybe not, yeah, hour and 15 after. Well, because you go in and, and they do the first scan with your bladder full right 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 and then you can finally go pee oh my gosh i had to pee so bad i was like this is cruel they should let me in first do they know that i've been holding my bladder for this long right so the whole time she was becca couldn't see the screen when she was doing the first uh scan and i could and i was just trying to find a heartbeat because you know the text quiet like focused yeah and i think i saw finally saw flicker and i think i even said something i said you did yeah i think i said oh i see a heartbeat and yeah you like kind of leaned over to right. like let me know and i also wanted the tech to confirm it and i believe she did pretty quickly after that yeah um so that was great and then i honestly thought i would be more i mean i was obviously nervous but i i kind of expected to be like freaking out but i really wasn't right i think because it was just like a new place it was like almost like this whole new experience sure. yeah yeah and when becca went in to the bathroom after the first scan i was talking to the tech confirming it wasn't twins oh yeah not that twins would be great like we were saying but twins are twins but yeah she said no twins so uh, yeah, you're like there's just one in there right yeah yeah <laughs> she said yep just one um and then you came out for the second scan the internal scan i guess yeah and we were able to get some pictures pictures of the baby yep and you were able to see the heartbeat as well Yes, at that point I was able to see yeah, it. Which is great. We didn't get to hear it, but just a flicker, you know. Yeah. That's all you need, though. Yeah, so it went well. We got our little pictures to go, and I think we got Chick-fil-A. It's like our celebratory yeah. meal Ooh, after Chick-fil-A is so good, especially when you're pregnant. I don't eat it very often, but... Yeah, it's delicious. But one of the... The second best thing that came out of that ultrasound, one, was that baby was healthy, heartbeat, right on track. Everything looked good. That was the first amazing thing. Second amazing thing, I went in thinking that I was... Nine weeks, two days. But turns out I was measuring nine weeks, five days, which is just like to skip, well, not skip over, but to be able to skip ahead three days in your mind when you're that sick. It's like, oh my God, I'm that much closer to the finish line. That was great news. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like, oh, I'm not at the beginning of nine weeks. I'm almost at 10 weeks. Yeah, it's like, oh, two <laughs> days from now, you're 10, 10 weeks. Yeah, so, so every Saturday is when I hit a new week. Which is kind of fun. Start off the weekend with a bang, with a whole whole new week. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the ultrasound was successful for the most part, except for having to wait and having to pee. Um, but we were just so, so happy just to see a healthy baby on the screen. It was like the biggest relief. And um, I didn't really know, like, I didn't really know, like, going into this pregnancy, you know, how how I would feel as far as like how stressed out I would be or how scared I would be for it to like happen all over again. Um, and I just, I really, I really wasn't, it was just kind of like, I mean, maybe in a way I I kind of didn't allow myself to like connect as much, just almost like to guard my heart. Um, but I wouldn't say I was like extreme with that. Like I was still getting excited. I just, I just almost wasn't thinking so much about like the future and like this baby being born and like joining our family. I was just kind of like being excited, like each day that passed and just, 
just the development and, and, you know, I was just thinking more in like the short term. Um, but yeah, so, you know, if, if you're out there and you've gone through that, I would just say just, it's hard, but you know, do your best to just enjoy it as much as you can and also like be easy or, you know, be gentle on yourself if you don't want to be like screaming from the rooftops how excited you are to be pregnant, like if you want to guard your heart a little more, like you just got to do what you got to do to get through it. Um, did you feel like, I don't know, did you have a lot of nerves or were you like afraid it was going to happen all over again? Or I didn't really have any nerves until we got in like the room with the tech. Yeah. And just kind of like, you know, like nervous inside, just heart beating a little harder until we saw the uh, heartbeat. Um, but otherwise, not really. So, which I think was good. I wasn't like thinking about it a lot yeah. like, leading up to it. It's just when you're in there, it's like such an intense moment. Like, right, exactly. Your life kind of like hangs in the balance. Right. Like in five minutes, we're either going to be elated or devastated. Yeah, exactly. Um, which you probably don't even really think about unless you've really gone through that, um, which is a good thing. You shouldn't think about it because it's, it is, I mean, it's common, but also the odds are very much always in your favor. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of the end of uh, through the twelve weeks. Technically, the second trimester doesn't start until like what is it like midway through thirteenth week or something. But we're just calling it here. We're saying the first trimester is done, and uh, from here on out, we're just going to be doing weekly episodes and sharing what's happening each week. Oh, weekly. Yeah, we did that last time. Remember? Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we have enough to talk about. We just kind of lump the first trimester together because there's just no way i'd be able to pump out an episode every week when i can barely feed myself true maybe we, you having maybe to we should talk food. about things like our current daughter hayden give people yeah what's going on with our life yeah as we grow this other baby yep that's the plan yeah hayden's awesome she's she's great she's really sweet she's yeah. also a toddler she can be a little challenging at times yeah. but for the most part she's sweet as pie salty Salty and sweet. Yeah, salty and sweet. Yeah. First they're sour. Sour and sweet. Yeah. Then they're sweet. Gotcha. Yeah, she's she's not a total sour patch kid though. She's more sweet than sour. But anyway, you'll probably hear more about Hayden, our sweet little girl. You're you will you will hear more about um our birth plan for this baby. It's going to be a little bit different. Oh wow, that's right. We'll get into that probably in the next episode because in the next episode, week thirteen, I have my first appointment with. My midwife, not plural. Oh, what a tease. What a tease. If you listen to the first episode, you might have an idea what that, or first season, you might have an idea what that means. But we're switching it up, you guys. Wow. And it's going to be freaking awesome. Wow, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited to learn what you have in store for me. Oh, oh yeah. Like you don't know. Yeah. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in for the second recap of the first trimester. I hope you guys enjoyed. We are so excited to be back and so excited to be doing this podcast. Again, I've literally gotten so many questions on my Instagram, which maybe I should have plugged that. Um, it's just at Becca Bristow on Instagram, Becca Bristow on YouTube. If you're into oils and natural living, I'm at Clovenero Essentials. You can find me there too on Instagram. Um, but yeah, so we're so excited to be back. Make sure to review our podcast. Give us some five stars, friends, so that we can get uh, more people to hear us and hang out with us. And Be honest, too. Let us know we can improve. 
No, it's okay. You can just be really nice. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> just be nice. It was fast. I don't like negative comments. I mean, you know, feedback is good, but people aren't very good at just, like, giving feedback. They usually just, like, True. try and rip you a new one. That's a good point. It's like... You don't even know me. Right. You don't know my life. It's true. <laughs> even though I'm telling you all about it. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I think that's it. You want to close us out here? Sure. We'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> Efficient. All right. I like it. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.